Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Here's what's cooking on the day's Sports Stove podcast. We are reacting to round one of the NFL draft. That's what's cooking on the day's Sports Stove podcast. From Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network, you're listening to the Sports Stove podcast with your host, Vince Stover. Well, hello, everyone. Well, welcome into the Sports Stove Podcast. I'm your host, Vince Stover, and today's episode is being presented by Shocked Energy. Go to shockedenergy.com, use the code STOVE, you get 10% off your purchase of this low-calorie, zero-sugar energy drink flavored in watermelon or green apple. Again, go to shockedenergy.com, use the code STOVE for 10% off your purchase. I'm by myself for this episode because, well, it's 12.06 in the morning, (laughs) just following the first round of the NFL draft, and I wanted to go ahead and record an episode and get it out there, as I will not be up in time for my 7 o'clock live airing of this program. We'll go ahead and and get it covered here this evening. The NFL draft, as I've said many times, is one of my favorite times of the year uh, to be able to sit in and enjoy uh, seeing what teams are working on and preparing for down the road. Uh, so today's episode will be probably a shorter episode, especially since it's just myself. Uh, but I want to give you some thoughts on the NFL draft. First of all, I thought overall it was a absolute blast. Uh, Trayvon Walker goes number one to the Jacksonville Jaguars pretty much all afternoon. That was the rumor. All the odds changed uh, to Trayvon Walker being number one. Everyone pretty much knew it was coming by the time the draft got there. Still a little bit of a surprise. Um the Jaguars GM likes that uh, athletic style of play that Trevon Walker has. And so it, it's not that surprising, I suppose. I still am just surprised Aiden Hutchinson didn't go one. He, he was on everybody's boards, number one. Well, everybody but Jacksonville, apparently. And uh, I'm a little surprised there. And it seemed like the Detroit fan base and maybe even more just sport nostalgic people just for trying to will Aiden Hutchinson to stay in Michigan and go to Detroit. So it worked. Uh, Trayvon Walker goes number one in Jacksonville. They made a, uh, a not, that's not their only play of the, the, the day. They trade back into the first round up to number 27 to get Devin Lloyd, uh, the linebacker out of Utah. I think it's an absolute tremendous move uh, for Jacksonville to go up. They are bolstering that defense. They made some uh, additions in the offseason for the offense to try to help out a little bit on the offensive side of the ball. And uh, and in doing so, they decided to focus on defense. And really, they got the right players for that. I'm not a huge Trevon Walker fan, but I think that he has the potential to be really good. And you're going to put him on the other side of Josh Allen. They're similar in what they do. But nonetheless, uh, you know, maybe it works out. But Devin Lloyd, I love. You add him to the inside 
uh, of your defense as well. It kind of bolsters down your front seven, especially uh, there. At number two, the Detroit Lions, they get to sit steady and get Aiden Hutchinson, what most people consider to be the best player in the draft. And then they trade up to number 12 to get wide receiver Jamison Williams from Alabama, who many say, had he not been hurt, would be the best wide receiver in the draft. So he might not be able to start right away in in Detroit, but it seems like they've got themselves a playmaker on offense and on defense with Aiden Hutchinson and Jamison Williams. I think a pretty solid day for the Lions overall. Had to give up a little bit to get up to number 12. But again, your team that uh, is in need of playmakers to so go out and get you some playmakers, and that's what they did. Houston comes in at number three. They go Derek Stingley Jr., kind of a surprise, although, again, throughout the afternoon, that was the rumor. That's kind of where they were going and leaning. Uh, but Derek Stingley goes number three to the Texans. They had another pick at 13 that they traded down to number 15, where they end up with Kenyon Green, the Texas A&M offensive lineman. Real solid pick there, a good offensive lineman. Uh, again, and and being able to get uh, a solid interior help to protect the quarterback to go with a dynamic defensive back. The, my concern with Derek Stingley, yes, he has the athletic ability. The question is his motor, right? And if you put him on a team as bad as the Texans, because the Texans are going to be bad, um, I question will he give you everything he's got? And uh, we will see. He's a, he's a should be a great player. Um, is he a you know, does he have the mindset, the mental fortitude to be on the Texans? That's the question. And I love Lovey Smith. I think that's a good fit uh, there as well. So an interesting day there for the Texans. Getting Kenyon Green at 15 uh, is is a positive, I would say, for Houston as well. Then comes the uh, New York Jets at number four. I love what the Jets did in this first round. They get Sauce Gardner at number four uh, from Cincinnati, the cornerback. Then they get Garrett Wilson, the wide receiver, at number 10. I had them getting uh, Drake London, but London went earlier. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, I had Garrett Wilson as the number one overall receiver in my on my board. He goes number two receiver uh, in the draft. But uh, So they get Sauce Gardner, Garrett Wilson at wide receiver. Then they trade up uh, to number 26, and they get Jermaine Johnson, who fell down the draft board. A lot of people had him as a top 10, uh, top 15 player. He fell way down the board. They jump up and get him at 26, and I think the Giants uh, win round one. What an absolute steal of a draft that they had, uh, again, with the Texans going Stingley over Gardner. Uh, Gardner seems to be the safer pick. Stingley might have a higher ceiling, uh, but Gardner has the higher floor. Uh, then you've got, again, Garrett Wilson, a good receiver, to go in with it. So the the Jets, uh, a big, big first round effort. Uh, the other team in New York, the New York football giants, they come up with some big picks as well. At number five, they go Kayvon Thibodeau. Um, and when they did so, the thought was as well, uh, Iquanu and Neil still on the board. So they're going to get one of those two at seven. And they did. Iquanu goes six to the Panthers. The Giants then pick up Evan Neal. So they get Kayvon Thibodeau, who some thought, best player in the draft. Again, the question's the motor, uh, but nonetheless, here he is in New York. And then Evan Neal, one of the top top offensive linemen in the draft as well. He can play any position on the line, mainly guard or tackle, but uh, <laughs> I think he can play center too, but that's not going to be where they're playing him at. So he'll be able to jump in and start day one on that offensive line. Kayvon Thibodeau should be able to jump in day one and uh, produce some pass rush there 
for the Giants as well. Number six is the Panthers. And we said, Ekim, uh, Iquanu goes there from North Carolina State. A lot of people love Iquanu as the top offensive lineman in the draft. Um, definitely top one or two. Uh, he goes to Carolina, who is, they need a lot of things. And uh, so to settle with offensive linemen, you know, I, I don't know. I, who else do you get, I guess, at that point um, with the other Gardner Stingley off the board? Um, I guess it makes sense uh, there for Aquanu, uh at number six for Carolina. If I'm a Carolina fan, I come out of this first round going, eh, I mean, I like Aquanu, but uh, it's not, not super exciting. Number eight is Atlanta. This is where I had Malik Willis going, and Malik Willis didn't even get it in the first round. So we'll talk about that later. But they go wide receiver, and they obviously are Desperately in need of a wide receiver. They get the one they want in Drake London. Uh, again, I had Garrett Wilson over Drake London, but Atlanta did not. Drake London has great size, uh, very good ability as well. He goes to Atlanta. Now they begin to rebuild their offense there in Atlanta with Drake London as a focal point along with Kyle Pitts. At number nine is Seattle. There were a lot of question marks. I uh, you know, had heard Seattle's not wasn't going to go quarterback here. They did not. They go Charles Cross, the offensive lineman from Mississippi State. He becomes the third offensive lineman off the board. Uh, again, solid player, not a sexy pick, but one that helps the team. And so they were able to do that then. Uh, now, number 10 was the Jets. We already talked about Garrett Wilson, and the run on receivers happened here. Uh, the Saints trade up to number 11 and go Chris Olave uh, from Ohio State. I was surprised that they went Olave. Uh, he helps them more immediately. Uh, but I thought Jamison Williams is where New Orleans would look. No, they go Chris Olave. Jamison Williams then goes number 12 to Detroit. So uh, the Saints had two picks in this first round as well. They get uh, offensive lineman Trevor Penning at number 19. Remember, they moved up with the Eagles to acquire that second first-round pick. And, uh, again, I'm just surprised. A lot of people love Olave. I like Olave as well, but a lot of people had him going further down in this draft, but they jump up and get him. Then the Lions immediately jump up and get Jamison Williams. Then Philadelphia, again, another team with uh, two first-round picks originally in the first round, uh, but they make a trade out of the first round with one of their picks. But that number 13, they go Jordan Davis, the top all defensive lineman in the draft from Georgia. I love what he brings to this team. Uh, I think he's a great addition. Uh, I was talking with one listener, uh, was texting, and uh, wasn't didn't not a huge fan of Davis because you know he can only play two downs. We'll see about that. Uh, I think he's a great pickup for Philadelphia there, and then they get able to add some more picks in this draft. They continue to stockpile for next year's draft. So if Jalen Hurts isn't the guy, they can move up and get the quarterback they want next season. Uh, at number fourteen, Baltimore began to steal the draft. Uh, they go Kyle Hamilton from Notre Dame again, a top five player on many people's boards. Falls to Baltimore at number fourteen, and my thought was is uh, I thought Linderbaum was an option here at twenty five, especially with Jordan Davis off the board. Um, they at fourteen, excuse me, and Baltimore is able to after they traded down to twenty five, got Tyler Linderbaum uh, there, so uh, uh, opportunity knocked. And, uh, and Baltimore wins, wins that deal. So they go get Kyle Hamilton and Tyler Linderbaum to bolster their team. 15 was Kenyon Green. Uh, we already talked about that with Houston. 16 was Washington and they go, um, wide receiver as well. Jahan Dotson from Penn State. I thought this was a reach. I like Dotson. Uh, so maybe it works out fine, 
but I thought this was a reach for Washington here. was surprised. I had Traylon Burks ahead of Dotson, um, but apparently Washington did not. They go up and get, um, actually guess trade down to get uh, Jahan Dotson. At 17, Boston College offensive guard Zion Johnson, and, and in our mock draft, we had them going offensive linemen, but not Zion Johnson. But again, the Chargers bolstering and building for the future. With that offensive line last year, they got Slater. This year, they land Zion Johnson. Tennessee makes the big move at 18. They trade up. They trade A.J. Brown to Philadelphia for this pick. And then they draft Traylon Burks uh, from Arkansas, the big wide receiver. But when we say big, oftentimes you think possession wide receiver. Traylon Burks is a, is a yards after the catch guy. And uh, he's a creator. You get get the ball in his hands, and he can make things happen. So he's a good player. I still am just surprised that you trade away A.J. Brown just to add Traylon Burks. Yes, the contract's different and everything from there. And maybe there's drama there that we don't know about, and there's some drama there we do know about. So maybe it all works out in the end for Tennessee. But an interesting pick there as they go up to 18 to get Traylon Burks. They also had a pick. Uh, they ended up picking down and now they traded out of the first round. I apologize. They had another pick, kept their pick at 26 and then traded down out of the first round there. So they'll pick early in the second round. Uh, number 19 was the Saints they, when they picked Trevor Penning. Number 20 came Pittsburgh and everybody said, all right, here comes the quarterback finally. Everybody was ready for Malik Willis to come off the board, but no, it's Kenny Pickett stays home in Pittsburgh. Um, I'm not a fan of this pick. I think Pickett can be a fine quarterback in the NFL, but I I love Mitch Trubisky in Pittsburgh. I think Trubisky has a great opportunity in Pittsburgh, and now he's going to compete with a rookie, Kenny Pickett. I think he's better than Pickett, and uh, and again, I think his future is brighter than Pickett. So Pickett's not a one that I love. I uh, was really surprised they didn't go with Malik Willis. I thought you give Malik Willis at his age time to sit behind Mitch Trubisky, give Trubisky two, three years, and then Willis can come in. Kenny Pickett, on the other hand, if you're going to use him long term for your for your franchise, you want him to play at the latest next year. And so an interesting opportunity for him there in Pittsburgh at number 20. And by the way, the only quarterback taken in the first round, and I wrongly predicted four quarterbacks would go in the first round. Not even close. Uh, number 21, I love this pick. Kansas City moves up and gets Trent McDuffie, the cornerback from Washington. Seemed like they were trying to jump Green Bay for this pick. Um Trent McDuffie was my third cornerback. He's the third quarterback taken. I had him in the top 12, had him going to Minnesota at 12. He drops the 21, and Kansas City jumps on him. I think it's a great pickup for Kansas City. I think he'll be a great player for them at cornerback. Kansas City was able to hold on to their pick at number 30, where they go and get George Karloftis, uh, the edge rusher from Purdue. Uh, he can do other things, not just edge rush. Uh, I think Kansas City comes out really well here in the first round as well. So if I'm a Chiefs fan, I'm pretty excited about what, I, what I'm what i seeing from this team so far. Green Bay picked at number 22. There were no receivers really worth taking in the first round by the time you get to 22. They surprise uh, pretty much everybody. They go Quay Walker, linebacker from Georgia. I like N'Kobe Dean better than Quay Walker, but I liked Quay Walker too. I just didn't like him at 22. thought it was a reach, but again, as I said on the uh, belly up, uh, draft show, and you can watch the second and third round of that show as well on Belly Up TV and on YouTube. Um, you know, I, I trust the Packers and their drafting. Quay Walker is an athletic linebacker, can guard uh, pass, pass defense, can guard tight ends, uh, cover tight ends. He can rush a little bit. Um, he's a good tackler. So I think I think this is going to pair really nicely next to Devondre Campbell 
And I'm actually pretty excited. I've talked myself into it, uh, basically. Now, I predicted and picked the Packers to go with Devontae Wyatt, the Georgia defensive lineman at 22. Well, they were able to get him at 28. <laughs> so they get two Georgia players, Quay Walker at 22 at linebacker. Devontae Wyatt, I think, is a huge pickup for Green Bay at 28. They'll put him next to Kenny Clark on the D-line, and that's a pretty solid D-line right there for Green Bay. So I love what they did. At 23, Buffalo moves up two spots to get Kair Elam, the cornerback from Florida. Um, If you listen to our previous episodes, I talked highly of Kair Elam. Absolutely love that pick uh, for Buffalo. Buffalo was the one team that had the chance to pick a running back in the first round. Um, but once they traded up, you knew they weren't doing it. So they get Kyer Elam again, I think a really good pick. 24 comes to Dallas and all the rumors were Tyler Smith, the uh, offensive lineman from Tulsa was going to go in the first round. He goes at number 24, a little surprised by this pick, uh, for Dallas. I don't think it's a horrible pick necessarily. Um, just a little bit of a surprise. Tyler Linderbaum still on the board at 24. They pass on him to go Tyler Smith. I think think that maybe the value was better with Tyler Linderbaum, maybe the player better with Tyler Linderbaum. But he goes number 25 to Baltimore, recovered that. 26 was Jermaine Johnson to the Jets. 27, Devin Lloyd to the Jaguars. 28, Devontae Wyatt to the Packers. Uh, 29, uh, New England ends up moving down to 29, and they draft Cole Strange, the offensive guard from Chattanooga. Um, It's a strange pick, and, uh, you know, some people like it. With Bill Belichick, sometimes he gets the benefit of the doubt most of the time. I don't know. This is a weird one, I thought. Um, I don't know if he couldn't trade anymore. Maybe he was trying to move out of the first round and ultimately just decides to settle with Cole Strange there at 29. We'll see how that one shakes out. Again, as we said in our in our uh, preview episodes and in our mock draft episode, when it comes to the Patriots, you're just guessing. You don't ever know what they're going to do. Uh, other than the fact that you know you don't know what they're going to do. So there you go. Cole Strange at 29. George Karloftis goes 30th to the Chiefs. The Bengals go out and get Daxton Hill, uh, safety, uh, defensive back from Michigan. I like Daxton Hill. I think it's going to work in Cincinnati. Um, but I admit I liked uh, I liked N'Kobe Dean here better. I thought he was a better, a better help, fit a better need. Uh, for Cincinnati. They go Daxton Hill. I do like him, um, so so maybe they make it work. He's going to have to be able to play cornerback, though. They don't don't really need him at safety with the other guys they have on the roster. So he's going to have to play cornerback to be, in my opinion, super effective. So we'll see how that one shakes out as well. And then we close out the first round with the Minnesota Vikings as they move down with the trade from Detroit when Detroit went up to get uh, Williams, they moved down to 32, and Minnesota ends up getting Lewisine, the Georgia safety. So back-to-back safeties to close out the first round uh, there. And again, I think it's a good pick. You put him uh, next to Harrison, and I think that um, an opportunity to learn from one of the better safeties in the league uh, while playing with him, and uh, I think a good addition to that Minnesota defense as well. Let's talk about a few surprises. Uh, surprise number one for me is one quarterback, Kenny Pickett, going in the first round. Malik Willis not being drafted first, well, that's a surprise. Um, and not being drafted in the first round, I think, is a big surprise, too. When you're talking about getting that fifth-year option, uh, but it looks like teams are going to hold off to the second round. If you look at the second round, you've got uh, Tampa, Minnesota, Tennessee, the Giants, the Texans, the Jets, the Bears, and then Seattle picks twice before Indianapolis and Atlanta. So you've got 
Uh, that group there, Tennessee could draft a quarterback at the third pick. The Giants could draft a quarterback at the fourth pick. The Texans could draft a quarterback at the fifth pick. The uh, Seahawks could draft a quarterback at eight or nine. The Colts and the Falcons at 10 and 11 could both be in the market for a quarterback. Then you got Detroit at 14, Washington at 15, uh, the Saints at 17. The quarterbacks are going to go in the second round, I think. I think be ready for that run of quarterbacks. But that was a surprise to me. Again, I thought uh, uh, the fact that you had uh, Cole Strange go in the first round was a surprise to me. Tyler Smith. The only reason he wasn't a surprise is because earlier in the day he started to hear, yeah, he's going in the first round. Um, but I didn't have him in the first round. Jahan Dotson I didn't have in the first round. Zion Johnson, I'm not surprised he went in the first round, but I didn't have him go in there um, either. He went number 17 overall. So all of that. Another surprise, again, was Derek Stingley at number three to Houston. I, when you question someone's, and I say you, I question Stingley's mental fortitude, and now you put him on the – I think the worst team in the league. I think they're worse than Detroit. So uh, you put them there because he have what it takes to fight through the hardship that's going to come in the first two, three seasons, at least uh, there in Houston is uh, yet to be seen uh, from there. Outside of that, not a whole lot of big surprises uh, in this draft. Let's go uh, in this first round, excuse me. Let's go some winners. Kind of already talked about them. I love what Detroit did, Aiden Hutchinson and Jamison Williams. So I think they win. I think the the Giants. I, I absolutely love what the Giants come out with. with Thibodeau and Evan Neal. Put yourself in a great position for the future. So I love what New York, uh, what New York did. I love what the Jets did. I think they came out with, I think they won the first round. Uh, I really like what they came out with as well. Um, there's not, I don't know if there's any really big losers in the first round. Washington with Jahan Dotson. Again, I like Dotson. I'm just not sure there was the right, the right fit. Um, I think that you've got to look at, uh, Arizona, by the way, traded out of the first round. They acquired, uh, Hollywood Brown from Baltimore. Um, and then eventually Baltimore moved that pick to Buffalo, I don't know. I don't I don't think it's a great thing for Hollywood Brown. I think it's an okay thing for the Cardinals. I think it's a bad thing for Baltimore. I'm not sure Baltimore got better by that trade. I think they had a good first round by getting Kyle Hamilton and Linderbaum, but I'm not sure they won. They definitely did not win that trade. Um, Dallas, again, Tyler Smith, not horrible. So I don't, I don't know. They're big losers. Pittsburgh, Kenny Pickett. I don't like that one at all. Um, so I guess if I had to pick a loser of the first round, it's probably that one, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers and Kenny Pickett. Again, I just don't see the upgrade, uh, there with Mitch Trubisky already there. And I'm all in, I've said it multiple times, all in on the Mitch Trubisky train in, uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, the saints was an interesting one. I don't know that I'd count them as winners. I don't know if I'd count them as losers. Chris Olave, I like Trevor Pinning. Eh, okay. Um, I just not, I don't walk away from this first round just being super excited if I'm a Saints fan, but maybe you are. Uh, outside of that, I think overall, um, maybe Jermaine Johnson is a little bit of a loser of the first round because he was expected to go so much higher, but I think he's in a good spot there in the Jets and they've got good edge rushers that he can kind of rotate with. And now they got three solid Solid ones, and I think he's got a, a little bit of learning to do as well. Jacksonville. I love what Jacksonville did in this draft. Uh, Tavon Walker, again, Trayvon Walker, 
Um, would I have taken him number one? No, but I, I see the potential there. I understand that. And then to go get Devin Lloyd, and I had Devin Lloyd going higher than 27. Uh, I had him as my number one ranked inside linebacker and he goes down 27 and, and they're able to go out and get him. I think that's a great uh, pickup for Jacksonville as well from there. Of course, the trades, we've kind of talked about those a little bit. Uh, guys acquiring draft picks, the t- Titans, what are they doing? Um, if the Titans come out of round two with a quarterback, um, specifically if they get Malik Willis at number three, I like this draft a lot better. But trading A.J. Brown for Traylon Burks is a bold move for Tennessee. Um, will it pay off, of course, is the big question mark. As a Packer fan, and I understand that I'm speaking as a Packer fan, so there is some bias in this comment. I like what Green Bay did. Quay Walker, again, he's, I wouldn't have taken him at 22. I would have actually flip-flopped these picks. If you took Devontae Wyatt at 22 and Quay Walker at 28, I think I look at this a lot more positively. But I think overall, I'm pleased with what they did. There was no receiver for them to take. Could they have traded up and got one? Maybe. There was no receiver for them to get here. Um, I like... I like what they did. I think their last year, the last couple of years, the defense has been an issue. And so you try to strengthen that defense. I like what they're doing uh, with that as well. So overall, I'm pleased uh, with the first round. You go into the second round. Let's take a look at a couple of players that are still on the board. Um, a couple that I thought would be first round picks. Nicobe Dean from Georgia, inside linebacker. Malik Willis, quarterback from Liberty. Andrew Booth, the Clemson cornerback are three guys that I had going in the first round that did not make it uh, in the first round. Of course, I also had the other quarterbacks, but um, again, I thought people were going to reach a little bit for them. So you've got those those uh, guys there. Let's look at the quarterbacks. You've got Malik Willis, uh, Desmond Ritter, Matt Corral, Sam Howell, all guys that could go in the second or third round uh, of the draft tomorrow. Running back-wise, no running backs go in the first round. Originally, I thought one would go, but once I got to my mock draft, I realized Buffalo was really the only landing spot. It didn't make sense for them to, to do it at 25, so they have all fall to the to the next day. Brees Hall, Kenny Walker, James Cook, Isaiah Spiller, um, all guys to keep an eye on uh, there. Some guys like Damon Pierce from Florida as well. So there's, there's, a, there's a several guys that could go tomorrow. I think you could see... Uh, anywhere from four to five go in the second and third round uh, there as well. Wide receivers that are left, they're all left uh, that are kind of waiting there in the second round. Sky Moore, Western Michigan. John Mechie from Alabama. George Pickens, who I love from Georgia, uh, or would be my top three. Christian Watson from North Dakota State's ranked up there uh, as well. And then you've got guys that'll be fourth through seventh rounders as well, like Rondell, Wondell Robinson from Kentucky, an elite athlete, uh, could be a fun pickup. Tight end, uh, there was really only one option for tight end in the first round. That was Trey McBride, but not, no one really had him going first round here in the last couple of weeks. Uh, he should go in the second round, and then you might see another, uh, another one or two guys go in the second or third round as well. Uh, let's see here. Offensive linemen that are left, Bernard Raymond. Uh, our solid offensive tackle from Central Michigan. He should go pretty quick as well. And there's a couple other guys that will be gone in that second and third round. Inside linebackers, nobody that really gets me too excited uh, there as far as uh, got to get them in the second round. Maybe third round guys, Darian Kennard, another Kentucky kid 
um, is going to go, I would assume, tomorrow at, or today as you're listening to this uh, on day two of the NFL draft. Centers, I'm uh, not expecting a whole lot of them to go in day number two. Uh, rushers, you got guys like Arnold Evakiti. You've got um, Mafe, the edge rusher. Um, let's see, or Ajabo from Michigan still on the board as well. So you got some interesting guys uh, that should be going here in the early uh, second round. I already mentioned Kobe Dean at inside linebacker, Christian Harris, Leo Chanel, Chad Muma, who is one of my favorite players in this draft, all should be going on Friday as well. Travis Jones from UConn should be gone off the board at some point also. Cornerbacks, Andrew Booth is the big one still on the board. Kyler Gordon from Washington should go relatively quick as well. Safeties, uh, Jalen Petrie from Baylor and Jaquan Brisker from Penn State are two guys to keep an eye on and should see them go at some point on day two as well. So plenty of talent still on the board. Now it's a question of filling those needs uh, we'll get some draft picks from guys who did not have a first-round draft pick. Uh, Tampa traded out of their first-round pick, so they'll pick first in the second round unless another trade happens. Uh, looking quickly, the Bears get their first pick of the draft at number seven in the second round. Uh, Cleveland gets their first pick at number 12 in the second round as well. So there will be uh, plenty of picks to go around. Arizona will pick at number 23 after their trade. They traded out of the first round to get Hollywood Brown. So they'll pick their first pick as well. And Denver picks number 32 in the second round for their first selection of the 2022 draft. So, all right, day one in the books, day two right around the corner. Uh, make sure you tune in to Belly Up TV on the Roku or Tiki Live app uh, for the draft coverage. It is great draft coverage. You don't want to miss it there uh, as well. Follow us uh, at Sports Stove on Twitter and Instagram, and uh, we'll continue to give you the best coverage of the NFL draft and all other sports news as well. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Sports Stove podcast, and until next time, we'll see you around the sports stove.